0: find one for you know and i probably could swing 300 bucks for a wii u yeah
1: but, you're making all those big bucks now man
0: yeah i want a little ebay happy though and i spent all that extra money plus i gotta pay a bunch of stuff like my new car payments are ridiculous and
1: I oh, got a new car did you yeah
0: What because you get? uh honda cord
1: okay stick shift
0: no, they don't have stick shift. Well, maybe they do on the Sport. Here, Here's the thing. All right, thing is. I had two things that I wanted with my new car. Mm-hmm. Stick shift and sunroof. That's all I cared about because that's what I had in my first car, and I loved it. <laughs> as much as it was a pile of steaming junk. Right. But... You know, I also really had a decent experience with the Honda Civic that I had, and I'm still burned by my first car. And I figured one more car, I wanted to go the safe and reliable route. Mm -hmm. And I figured that, for in my mind, that limited me to Honda or Toyota. And I had a decent experience with Honda. Um, and I know what I'm getting with an Accord. I wanted something that was slightly better and bigger than the Civic, but maybe not, you know, I'm not looking for a Beamer or a Lexus or anything, even if I could even possibly swing that, and I don't know that I could. Um, I wanted something that was nice and new, but not over the top that I was going to be stuck with. You know, I wanted something that was super reliable, but also a little sporty. So I wanted the sunroof, I wanted the stick shift. I got there, and they're like, basically, we have three options. We have the normal Accord, we have the accord sport and we have the upgraded accord okay so the uh, they didn't like i i was in a bit of a rush you know in general in my life because i had to move down here to memphis soon and that did not leave me a lot of time to go looking for custom options so they said only the upgraded accord comes with the sunroof that's the only one There are no regular units and there are no sport units with the sunroof. But that would limit me. So basically what the sport offered me was custom interior, bigger wheels and rims, dual exhaust, more horsepower. Um,
1: V6 probably, right?
0: mm, No, I think uh, it might be a V6 actually. I don't know. I think it is a V6. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I was thinking.
0: It might actually only be a V four, though. I'm not sure.
1: You mean the four cylinder, or yeah. inline four? Yeah. We're not talking about boxer engines.
0: <laughs> but so basically, it came down to I can get all these other upgrades that I kind of want, or the sunroof. Mm-hmm. And the upgraded Accord was also like five grand more because it had a better computer system and it had some other things. But basically, I went with the intermediate-priced option that gave me a sportier car.
1: Right. So, 2014 model?
0: 2014, yep. But they didn't offer that, or they didn't have that in standard. And here's the thing. Maybe I take that back. I think they did have it in standard, which is what I was going to get until I tried the – um, shifting system that they have on this Accord.
1: It's so like a SportsTronic transmission or something. So like that's what I thought. A half and half, candle?
0: That's what I thought. It's not that. It is basically. It's they call it a CVT. It's a continuously variable transition transmission. Okay. Which means that there are no gears. The fuck. Or conversely, there's an unlimited number of gears. So it uses this like a- adaptive pulley system so that it never is in a gear. It's always shifting to be optimal. Hmm. I, don't know, I don't know how it works, but all I can tell from a user standpoint is that if I floor it, you never get that, like, increased RPMs, and then you hit the next gear and it goes down. Uh-huh. And then it revs up, and then hits the next gear and goes down. It never does that. It's always at the optimal, you know, so, so you're never redlining the RPMs because you're never in the wrong gear. Hmm. So what it means is that if I slam on the gas, basically it's just a smooth acceleration all the way up to, say, 100 miles an hour. Really? Yeah. And it never has that shift between gears again because there aren't gears. And as much as I wanted a stick shift, that was just so smooth and quiet. And he's like, look, it's going to give you better gas mileage because you're never going to be over-revving your engine and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, you know what? This is pretty pretty smooth. It's technically, I guess, automatic, but it's – they call it the CVT transmission, right? And uh, that was pretty nice, so I went with that over the stick shift. So I didn't get either of the two things I wanted. Well, I guess my third thing I really wanted was a black car, and I did get that. So <laughs> I got one of my three things that I wanted. Okay, but I do, you know, I do like the more horsepower, the dual exhaust, you know, the custom interior, leather wrapped wheel, and stuff. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's it's pretty decent, pretty nice. I don't think it's going to embarrass me, but it also, you know, it'll be, you know, it, it, it's what I would consider a nice car. It's the nicest one I've ever owned. It's only my third. It's only the second one I've ever owned. But.
1: You, uh, you purchased this one straight out? Or did you lease it?
0: So I went in there planning to lease it. Yeah. Because um, my goal was to spend my first couple of years with a real job, minimizing my cost mm-hmm. so that I can pay off student loans, pay off all my debts. Save up some money, do some fun things, and not be as tied down. So I went with a cheaper apartment and I was gonna lease my car. And I thought those two things alone would save me a few hundred bucks a month, which over the course of a year means we can pretty much do anything we want. You know, if you're talking about three extra grand a year. Or more, five grand a year. Yeah. Um but it turns out when I was looking at the lease options. For the Civic, I had a trade-in and I had money to put down. And it was a cheaper car. So my lease payments were absurdly cheap. For this Accord, not so much. And there was barely any difference between me leasing it for three years or doing a six-year
1: purchase.
0: Purchase. So I just did that. I was also concerned because I have high hopes to do lots of short... Weekend trips and day trips to kind of explore the South since I'm here for the first time, Uh-huh. and I was a little concerned about how many miles I'd be putting on my car, and I I figured if I just buy it, I don't have to worry about that.
1: Well, Honda's <clears throat> can last you a while,
0: right? I don't mean mechanically; I mean beca- due to the lease. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what you got. Because with getting...
0: leases, you generally twelve thousand miles. You can you can pay additional to get up to 15,000 miles allowed a year. But even then, I mean, one drive back to New York and I'm already in danger of going over. Not just from that, but...
1: 15,000 miles a year, even for me, like, for for what I do. And I only live, like, five miles away from my job. I mean, you know, I go to Athens a lot and stuff like that, so, yeah, I, I do that easy.
0: Exactly. So, when I was in Chicago... I put so few miles on my car it was ridiculous. Which is why if I had gotten this job a few months earlier I would have just kept that civic because I had built up some value in it, I think, because I you know, I was allotted thirty six thousand miles and I had barely used sixteen. Right. So I had twenty thousand miles of value that I just had to give back and lose my money on. Mm. But, you know, irrelevant because I had to do that. I didn't know if I was gonna get a job in a month or a year or ten years. Um, so with this one, you know, I bought it so that I won't have to worry about mileage. You know, I, once I get my system out of storage, I'll put that back in the car, which I was hesitant to do with a lease.
1: System, huh? Yeah. You 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 big on the systems, are you? Ah, mm,
0: so here's the thing. <laughs> I was big into the system when I was 18.
1: <laughs> we all were. Come on, we were 18. Yeah.
0: And it took me probably two years to buy all the components. <laughs> So by then, I'm 20, and so- then I had friends install my system every time, right? which means basically that it would work for one to six months, and then not work for six months to a year mm-hmm. before I could get everybody together to fix it, and then again, it would only work for a few months at a time. So my entire history with this system is like six or seven years, but the amount of time that I've had it operational in my vehicle is probably one year. <laughs> And now it's been in storage for five years.
1: You got two tens, two twelves, two twelves. God, you are thumping. Look at that.
0: <laughs> and a pretty big kicker amp.
1: I had that that Pontiac Sunfire just the booming coming down the road.
0: Yeah, it was tough, man. It, it, initially, it was like dimming my headlights every time the bass. <laughs> I had to get a capacitor, which and that was tough because I had blackout headlight covers on my car. It was dangerous to drive that thing. <laughs> So it was already dimmed headlights, and then they're they're dimming even more every time the bass hits. I knocked the, uh, I've I vibrated my rearview mirror off my windshield. Nice, but I hope that shit still works. It's been in there a while. Yeah. That's... What I really wish is that there was a way I could hook those, like that whole system, into just my living
1: room. <laughs> you know, I uh, had a friend of mine who actually did that. He hooked up his part of his surround sound to that system that he had in his car. I don't know. He kind of jerry-rigged it. Yeah. But um, it worked, and holy shit.
0: Yeah. See, I'm a little concerned that it would be highly, highly unbalanced <laughs> with two 12s and then TV speakers to start.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was fucking loud as shit. Luckily, he lived in like this. It was kind of like a a house. But his, his the whole upstairs was his kind of deal, and yeah. it was it was pretty thick floors, so he was able to like just turn it up if he wanted to. But damn, man, I couldn't stand that. Yeah, you know, he played like Battlefield, and it was just like just exploding.
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's actually terrible with online shooters because it's so repetitive with all the gunfire and explosions. Yeah, you know, watching a movie is one thing, but that all, all that repetition and percussion is just too intense.
1: Yeah. Damn, I got a text message sure. from So You. Hmm. Yeah. Well, whatever. Also,
0: going back to the system, other kind of system, the game system. All right. Um. Another reason I decided against the Wii U was now they finally came out with the thing that I said I would always buy, which is a new version of a 3DS. So that's a possibility. Also, I might upgrade my phone at some point, now that the new iPhones are coming out, and I I guess I can't get away from them.
1: I've been using mm-hmm. Android forever.
0: I want to. I might just buy a Galaxy S5 and make the clean transition before I even ever see a six iPhone 6.
1: Yeah. I can't keep up with them anymore. I've been using the S3 for a year. Before that, I was using the S1 for three years.
0: Yeah, well, I haven't upgraded in least two i want to say maybe three years probably two no yeah. i have the 4s i got the the day right when it came out so i guess two years was it the 5 and then the 5c and the, no i guess three years yeah so yeah i've had this phone for three years so i think i'm ready for an upgrade i don't buy into the mentality of upgrading every year
1: yeah Not that's ridiculous
0: when i do upgrade i usually go to the absolute newest thing so that i can last three years yeah You know, or I could just upgrade every year for, like, a 99-cent phone.
1: Which, I
0: guess, would be an easy way to do it.
1: That's what I did. Because, see, I was using S1, and the S5 had just came out. Or, S4 just came out? Yeah, it was last year. And, um... They said, oh, the S3 is only 99 cents if you sign a two-year contract. I was like, well, fucking sign me up for that, then. So, really, yeah,
0: Yeah, that was my consideration with the, uh... The uh, Amazon phone, like the day before they announced the Apple 6, the uh, Amazon Fire phone went down to Mm $0.99. And I was kind of thinking about that one, but man, that thing has sold nothing, and I can't imagine there's going to be support for that for very long. Yeah,
1: be careful with that stuff. I mean, is it Android-based?
0: Yeah, it's like the Kindle Fire where it's a modified Android operating system. Hmm. And I've loved my Kindle Fire. But I think it works for that because I mainly use my Kindle Fire for books, comics, and video. Like, I'm not using it every day and I'm not using it for a wide array of functions. Right. And I don't know that it is robust enough to hold up to everyday usage like that. So (laughs) I probably won't get the Fire Phone. But then I'm, I'm back to do I get the iPhone 6 or do I get the Galaxy S5?
1: I don't know what to tell you because I really do don't. I get the
0: Galaxy S four and then just upgrade every year and save a lot of money. Right. I, or every other year, I guess I gotta buy a two year contract.
1: Yeah. Save your money, dude. That's what I do. So yeah, I um which I I guess you saw I sold my Mustang.
0: Yep, I saw that.
1: Yeah. Goodbye, Mustang. So to a sixteen year old kid, I'm sure he's probably already wrecked it by now. That's pretty awesome to be 16 and have a Mustang. Yeah, his grandfather got it for him. In fact, he was the one that approached my father um, and uh, said, Hey, is your son willing to sell his Mustang? And Dad was like, I'm sure he is because he wanted it out of his garage. <laughs> so he... um. Yeah, you know, he calls me up. He's like, "Hey, I got somebody wanting to buy your Mustang." I was like, "How much?" And he's like, "How much you want to sell it for?" And I was like, "Fuck, I don't know." Six thousand dollars. Then Dad said, "All right, well, we'll tell him sixty five in case he wants to lowball us." <laughs> and they gave us sixty five for it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I was like, "Well, shit." I'm gonna put five on the principal of the house, obviously. A mm-hmm. thousand uh, goes into my checking for every day safety net (laughs) safety net yeah 500 goes for a nice xbox one Uh, so uh, basically
0: a free xbox one if you weren't expecting that
1: exactly i wasn't expecting it at all
0: see i'm still torn i kind of wanted the wii u and the xbox one but in the end i was like i'm just gonna go for the cheap option and get the wii
1: yeah Uh, You know, the Xbox One, I don't think, is a bad system. I know everybody thinks I'm a PlayStation fanboy, and I do like to play it off that I am. Um, But I think the Xbox One will be a good secondary console for me. You know, I'll get the exclusives for it. I'll play Sunset Overdrive. I'm going to get the Sunset Overdrive bundle, which is the white Xbox One. Oh, that's cool. Um, So I'll have Sunset Overdrive. I'm probably going to pick up the Master Chief Collection, because why not? Um, You know, and and other games that will come out. That can, yeah. Yeah. So you know, it, it'll be a nice little secondary console, kind of like how my PlayStation Three was when I was heavily into the Xbox 360. So I have them both. I have them all now, actually, or or soon I will have them all. But um. Yeah
0: i I want to say I don't think I ever had all three. During the PS One, that was all I could afford. I was a kid. Yeah. And the PS Two, I got that in launch day. Never have I really played a system more, but I also did spend a lot of time playing the Xbox One. I got that at a time when I had a lot of free time.
1: See, yeah, I never owned an Xbox.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't say Xbox One. <laughs> the original Xbox. Original Xbox. I, I played quite a bit of that because for a while, I was trying to make that my only system where I finished every single game that I bought. So I didn't own a lot of games, but I had a very high percentage of completion. <laughs> Um, and then I didn't get a GameCube till, basically after, you know, after that generation was long since over. Yeah. And I, like I said, my GameCube, I've probably put a grand total of an hour spread out between all four games that I bought. <laughs> I basically right. started every game, played 15 or 20 minutes, and then said, that's it.
1: You had to have played more than that because you played Eternal Darkness. Remember, we did that for Zombie Frog. Didn't we record one episode of that?
0: Yeah, no, I played a lot of Eternal Darkness. Yeah. I guess that was on the GameCube.
1: Yeah. All right,
0: so other than that, 15 minutes. There you go. Because I haven't played any, so the only games I have, I I don't even remember what games I have. I think Beautiful Joe, I played five minutes of. Resident Evil Remake, I played 10 minutes of and figured that that required a nice dedicated... I'm not just going to pick it up every once in a while. Like I want to sit down and play that, start to finish. And then um Metroid, I think, is the other one.
1: Metroid Prime.
0: Metroid Prime. Yeah. Played 15 minutes of that.
1: Those are all great games. For the
0: yeah, game. those were those are the ones I started with.
1: I have my GameCube sitting right here. Uh My friend who moved to Texas gave it to me. I had to buy a controller for it, which I have the controller. It's a it's a cheap little kind of like a Mad Cats controller. Third party one. Yeah. Um. And I have no games for the GameCube yet. So, I'm going to have to pick up Resident Evil. Um, and I'm pe- thinking about picking up Mario Sunshine because that's honestly my favorite 3D Mario.
0: I have never played that. Or any other 3D Mario except for... 64?
1: 64. 64. Yeah. I've played them all. They're all pretty damn good. But I'm going to adjust my... Nobody can see this, but I'm going to adjust that. Uh, It's it's an Xbox Live Vision Cam.
0: Really? Yeah. See, I'm wondering if it's worth trying to hook a controller up to my computer now that I've rebooted it. I have tried to hook up five different controllers to my PC and never gotten one to work.
1: Now, you're talking about like a 360 controller?
0: 360 controller, PS3, and PS4 controllers.
1: What kind of 360 controller do you have?
0: The one that I was trying to get to work is like the FIFA EA official FIFA one. Is this is the only wired 360 oh, controller I have. Okay,
1: so it is wired.
0: That one is, yeah.
1: It should it should just work. You should just plug plug it in and it should recognize it and then say, "Oh, we're installing the drivers for it," and then go.
0: Maybe that will work. Now that I have a magical computer that fixes its own problems. Okay. Um, but on my last computer, every time I plugged one in. It would say not recognized or you know not the proper drivers. I try to download them and it wouldn't work. And it would say it was missing DLL files. And you know I check online and some people are like, well yeah, you have to download this stuff before you ever plug it in or else you never will be able to get it to work. What? I don't know. I'm assuming that it was just my stupid computer and that everything's fixed now and that it will work like God had intended it to. <laughs> um, but. I'm hesitant to plug anything in because every other time I've done that, it's not worked. Yeah. But now that I have a computer and I have Steam backup and I have games downloaded, I would love to be able to use a real controller on it.
1: Yeah. I, I use my 360 controller all the time. I have a, a wireless one, but I had to use a dongle.
0: See, that's what I was going to do.
1: Works like a charm. Gets on my nerves, though, because I think my batteries are dying in my 360 controller and uh, and um i have to leave it, i have to leave it plugged in no not battery the charger right you know but um yeah so i've been recording pretty much this whole time <laughs> um cuz i mean come on we're just we're just talking um welcome everybody to Phoenix down <laughs> this is intermission 7 i don't know it's one of the intermissions. I'm sure it will be labeled. Ken will label it tomorrow. Uh, we were going to do uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance this week, but um, unfortunately Justin, who is going to be joining us for that, uh, could not uh, record today. And uh, since we always release Phoenix Down on Fridays, I figured, well, we'll wait a week and then record. Supposedly we're recording tomorrow, but that's Friday. So, um Obviously we won't have it done in time for when it comes out, so we're gonna release a intermission here because we have a few things I want I do wanna go over. We got a few emails and um we haven't released the episode in like two weeks, so I figure we'd get something out. Plus I haven't talked to Matt in a while.
0: Yeah, it's good to catch up, man. My my life has not been fun. I'm I'm not unhappy with it, but it has been so busy. Yeah. These last two weeks or so.
1: Well, um, what exactly have you been doing? I know you went to a music festival.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a part of why I've been so busy is that I've been cramming everything into last week and this week because this past weekend I went back to Chicago for Riot Fest.
1: Riot Fest.
0: Riot Fest. And that is one sick lineup. I... uh I yeah I don't go to quite as many shows as I used to although that used to be almost the only thing I ever did. Yeah. Um and I don't you know I don't, I don't get the time or the energy really to go to quite as many as I used to but when I see a lineup like I saw for Riot Fest basically all 3 years that I was out in Chicago.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I just there's no way I could pass that up.
1: What um what was the lineup like? Give me some band names.
0: Uh so Friday night, the headliners were Jane's Addiction, Jane's Addiction, Rise Against, Slayer, Offspring, NoFX. Okay. Google Bordello. Saturday we got uh, Wu Tang, Taking Back Sunday, Die Antwerp The Use, Dashboard Confessional. It was a little bit more of the emo day. Yeah. And then Sunday was probably the biggest day with the Cure, Weezer, Primus. Cheap Trick, Dropkick Murphys.
1: (laughs) Really? I didn't know half these bands were still around.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was excited also about some of the smaller bands. Uh, One of them is actually from Memphis Mm -hmm. that I've been really into lately called Lucero. Lucero. They're sort of – for being a punk rock festival, they are not at all really punk rock. Okay. Um, They're a little bit more southern rock mixed with acoustic rock mixed with a little bit of country. They got a they got a pretty decent sound. A lot of their songs are pretty diverse. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome.
1: Well, there you go. I've only been to one concert in my entire life.
0: That's crazy to me. Who was it? Slipknot. Oh, it's it's a, a good one.
1: Yeah, I uh, got a elbow to the face because we accidentally ran into the. <laughs> it sounds pit. like a song title. Yeah, elbow to the title. face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got uh elbowed in the face. Cause we actually got pushed into the mosh pit and uh, mm-hmm. I then said, well, we need to back up. <laughs> um, and that was the last one I went to. I'm a, uh, I am i do not know. It's weird. I mean, I- I've been to like local shows like, you know, Athens has a somewhat big music scene for, mm-hmm. for a college town. You know, I mean like, uh, the B 52s, that's where they originated from. And, mm-hmm. uh, REM came from Athens as well. um, so you know, there's a few. Like I got, I got a friend of mine, uh, Joel, who who used to do Rage Quit Radio with me. His brother is in a band called Athens, strangely enough. Um, and I, I've been to his show a few times, and they had a bunch of bands there. Um, I think they actually headlined that show, uh, and then um, there were a few like local bands, obviously.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've been to a few of those, but I haven't been to like a you know a huge well known concert band before
0: yeah i i'm pretty sure i started around the time i was 14 mm-hmm. and uh basically for years that was really all i did on on the weekends that was the only thing i looked forward to that's what i saved my money for it was basically video games and concerts
1: what uh what was your first concert
0: my first two concerts actually <laughs> were both uh matchbox 20 <laughs>
1: Hey, let me tell you something. At 14 years old, everybody liked Matchbox 20.
0: Yeah.
1: I liked Matchbox 20. Yeah. Rob Thomas, he's not bad. Him and Santana yeah. did some shit together. Yep. So, I didn't mind them.
0: And then, yeah, for years it was mostly, you know, hard rock shows, punk rock shows, a lot of Vans Warped Tour. Mm-hmm. Well basically, I checked the lineup for Vans Warped Tour last year. Didn't recognize any of the bands. It seems like all of the bands that used to be on the warp tour and are now doing riot fest so i was like all right i guess that's where i'll go
1: yeah Well, all these new that new shit nobody listens to yeah Except for-, for
0: for me it's kind of like it's it's kind of like that delving behind the scenes like anybody can listen to the radio and buy a cd and you know enjoy the music yeah but there it's just a different experience to see them up there on stage and to see the way they act when they're on stage and to see the, their stage presence and it really adds a different dynamic in the same way that I like going to author signings, mm-hmm. you know, getting to see that person, like pull that curtain back and see what they're like and the kind of things they talk about and the verbal tics they have. And, you know, it's really interesting to see the man behind the scene. Right. Or even going to like Comic-Con and talking to some of the artists, you know, it's it's one thing to see a picture and it's another thing to really appreciate that somebody drew that picture, yeah. and didn't just appear there. And then it's just a normal person pretty much with a job, that's their job. They probably hate it some days as much as anybody does and it's weird because you don't think that when you look at a beautiful picture mm-hmm. or listen to a, an amazing song. But, you know, it gives it a human element that I that I really like. Yeah. That's why I like concerts as well as these author signings, which is why I don't think I could ever live in a tiny tiny city. You know, Chicago was was not necessarily my ideal size city, but the thing that I liked was that it did afford me options like Riot Fest or many more author signings than you would ever get even in a normal sized city. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's interesting how all these different places now have their their positives and their negatives
1: always been a small town guy I'd go you know Athens obviously which Athens is a.
0: but you're not far from Atlanta if you had to if you wanted oh no yeah if there was something big happening in Atlanta that wouldn't be so far away that you're like no nah, I can't make it
1: yeah it takes like two hours somewhere around there yeah going to Bryce game something like that which that was a that was a fucking blast we had a great time at the Bryce game
0: yeah too bad they're uh, piss poor right now trying as hard as they can not to make it to the playoffs <laughs> I mean they basically had it locked up a month ago and they have just been losing so much they may not make it though
1: yeah that's what i've heard i don't really like I, I, I don't pay attention much to baseball but i've been paying attention to the falcons which they got beat last week
0: yeah them bills man how about them bills 2 and 0
1: the bills are 2 and 0
0: Bills are 2 and 0 oh, in sole possession of first place. Who they play? Crazy. They played the Bears in Chicago week 1, and that was crazy. And then they played the Dolphins week 2, which they weren't Bills weren't expected to win either of those games though.
1: Yeah. Seems I can't like believe magic. I can't believe we beat the Saints. Which then again, I yeah. can't believe the fucking Browns beat the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> When was, the, when was the last time that you heard the Browns beat anybody? Yeah. but um, Especially yeah, it,
0: without Josh Gordon.
1: Who knows, man? I know we uh, we got that Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson, our, our new running back. They're
0: I'd playing be, tonight, aren't they? Isn't Atlanta playing tonight?
1: Mm, I thought it was Sunday. I could be wrong. I, I can't watch it either way because I don't have CBS.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to go to a bar tonight and watch it. But,
1: but uh, they're playing um, – Fuck, who are they playing?
0: Tampa Bay, maybe.
1: Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Shit, it may actually be tonight. What the hell am I thinking? the way, I couldn't watch it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh since I've got rid of satellite, I um I have to uh, rely on my shitty airways. Um, I get five channels, mm. all of which are based out of South Carolina. Um. One of them is a Fox. One of them is a NBC. One of them is only a weather channel <laughs> that, that has a robot voice constantly telling the weather. One is a movie channel, and I looked it up on the internet, and they had, and all it is is just a listing of what they're showing today. And I'm just like, well, I mean, if I want to watch a movie, I guess. But I was like, hell, I got Netflix for that. Um, hmm. I never heard of
0: that being as a basic channel, a movie channel
1: yeah they they show movies um it's weird it was like the first day I had, I had hooked it up it's a little piece of shit i paid 15 bucks for um <laughs> but it actually comes in clear that's the crazy thing especially like the football games because i watched the first football game on my 1080p television and that thing was running in 1080p i was surprised wow. yeah it was crazy um But, uh, yeah, they they show movies, like, uh, the first night I got it, I was just flipping and looking, and I was like, oh, and they showed, like, Be Cool, you know, the the John Travolta movie.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, They showed that, and then they showed one with, like, Walter Matthau, and it was, like, an old black-and-white movie. I was like, wow, they just show whatever on here. (laughs) So... But, you know, at least I have Fox, which is where most of the games are played. The problem is, since it's based out of South Carolina, I usually get the Carolina Panthers games. Yeah, that's a lot of Camp Newton. That's what pisses me off the most, because I was like, I can watch the Panthers game, but I don't want to watch the Panthers game. I want to watch the Falcons game. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that that happened. Um, I've been... uh, I've been doing a lot of review games. Holy shit, man!
0: Any you can talk about?
1: Yeah, I can talk about pretty much all of them. I mean, uh, two of them. Well, I mean, are you like loading up a gun or something? What is that?
0: (laughs) Stupid piece of plastic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Natural Doctrine is, doesn't come out till the 30th, but I'm playing it right now. And holy shit, that game. <laughs> that game is fucking difficult as hell. It's like a fucking... A turn-based Valkyria Chronicles, almost. If you remember Valkyria Chronicles. Oh, yes. Um, it's a lot like that, but set more in the medieval time. There is guns. So there's certain characters carry guns. And then you have characters that use sword and shield... And you move them around a grid, so it's kind of like uh, a mixture of it, like Advance Wars, and mm-hmm. you know it's 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 crazy. I mean, it, it it it's cool as far as the strategy stuff goes, but they just made the game so fucking difficult. It's just like you know, it, and you don't even realize you're screwing yourself when you in turn right there. I shouldn't have moved. No, that, you don't like, know till later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those. It's like oh shit. So. And they like to like trick you and saying, say, oh, there's a door there. Don't open that door. If you open that door, you're going to get killed. But <laughs> you don't figure that out until you open the door. So it's, you know, I've ever been reviewing that or I'm playing it for review. That's, that, that's going to be a hard one to review. I like it, but then again, it's just too difficult. Um. I remember reviewing Anomaly Two, which came out like last year on the PC, and this coming out on the PS4. It's already out. It came out hmm. came out Tuesday, which is not bad. I actually kind of like that game.
0: I think I got the first game free somewhere, but I have never played it.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's like a reverse tower defense. Hmm. So, yeah, you're the ones invading, and you have to kill the towers. So. But yes, yeah, it's just been that and Destiny.
0: Yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to put some time into that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm still putting a lot of time into it. I know me and Sophie played some today, and uh, a listener of the show. Um, we, It seems like there's always somebody online playing, and I, I mean, I can always join them and stuff like that. This game would be kind of shit alone. And me, personally, I think it would be. It's It's ten times more fun with somebody else. Okay. Um, Do
0: I have to wait until I get in a few hours before I? it's worth joining other people?
1: Not necessarily. Um, anybody can join you and help you out with your missions. Uh, it, it looks like an RPG, but it's not really. You know, you could have somebody that's level 20. Is it Borderlands? <laughs> no. No. Um, it tries to be, but it's not. Um it's so hard to explain. It's like there's not as much loot drops as there is in Borderlands, and your loot drops don't really mean that much as it does in Borderlands. Okay, I was gonna say the
0: fact that there's less does that make them more important, or are, is there less because they're not as big just as a part of the game?
1: They're they're actually a big part of the game, especially the end game stuff. When you hit level twenty, uh, it all like, pretty much. You can go beyond 20. 20 is the level cap. And you can go beyond 20, but you have to get certain types of equipment to equip onto your character to make your level go up higher. Mm. Uh, And it all depends on how well your loot drops are. And your loot drops, the way they handle loot drops in this game is stupid. (laughs) Because it's, so you get these things called engrams it is basically an unidentified item right um you just pick it up you know the enemy will drop them or you'll find them in a chest or something like that and you have to take them you go to the tower uh which is like the town uh you go to town there's a guy who can decrypt them and then he gives you the item so there's there's different colors of items so you have the white colors which are the basic you have green, which is uncommon, blue, which is rare, and then purple, which is legendary.
0: Oh, uncommons and rares. Now we're talking my language.
1: Um, the You can get an Enneagram, and it's a color. So it may be a green Enneagram. So you take it, and more than likely it's going to be an Uncommon mm-hmm. I- item. But it might not be. But it not, might not be. And that's the biggest thing is that there's so many times people have gotten legendary enneagrams, they go take it to the, the decryptor guy, and it, oh it turns out to be a green item. Huh. So what the fuck? You know, not only do you have to worry about getting a legendary drop, but then you have to worry about it even being a legendary whenever you decrypt it. So there's two <laughs> can you does r- it never go higher? It,
0: can you pick up a green engram that ends up giving you a legendary?
1: From break? what I from what I understand, it can happen, yes. Um, but that's kind of bullshit, you know? When you when you you know, say in Diablo 3, we've all played Diablo 3, you know, you're you you kill a boss and it drops that legendary item and it falls on the ground, and it has that golden spike of light going up to the sky. And you're like, oh, man, a legendary item. And you pick it up, and then you have to hit identify in the the menu. And then the bar fills up, and it's like, oh, identified. And this is this legendary item. Well, imagine it was like that, and you picked it up, and you hit identify, and it turns out to be a blue piece of shit that's for like two levels lower than you. And a slap in the face. And a slap in the face. And that's exactly what Destiny does. And I'm just like, wow. It's fucking mind-boggling why they do this. Hmm. And then everybody's like, well, it's just all random. I'm like, have some... Blizzard needs to sit down with Bungie <laughs> and say, hey, here's how you do an RPG, guys. Um, it's just like nonsensical shit. Like, So there's three different stats for your character. There's strength, discipline, and intellect. By hearing that what do you think those three things are
0: uh i don't know your attributes would uh, is that for items or for your character that's
1: for your character you will get equipment that increases your strength and it increases sure. your intellect
0: those are your stats
1: okay those are your stats okay so you, so you would think that strength means oh you hit harder You know, depending on your character, there's three different types of classes. There's the Titan, which is kind of like the Warrior. There's the Warlock, which is kind of like the Wizard. And there's the Hunter, which is kind of like the Rogue. So you'd think, oh, I'm a Titan. I need to increase my strength. Right?
0: That seems logical.
1: Mm, No. (laughs) All these are based on your cooldowns. So, like, you know, you have a grenade. You don't just pick up grenades. You have a cooldown for your grenade. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so strength is a cooldown for your melee attack. So you have a melee attack. You can always run up to a guy and punch him, but every class has a special melee that has a cooldown. Um, so in order for that cooldown to go by faster, you have to input points in the strength. And it's just like, why are you using RPG terms for non RPG attributes?
0: You know? Yeah, that sounds more like maybe endurance.
1: It was. It's just. I mean, it, it's all. If
0: you're talking about like how tired, like how how long between times that you can do an attack could be related to how tired you are.
1: Well, I mean, it's not really about how you being tired. It's just like just it's a cooldown. Like you know, oh, you have to, you threw out a grenade. You have to recharge it now. You know, you can't use right it for, for a a
0: while. grenade. Yeah, it'd be a recharging time.
1: But then there's you know there's weapons you can equip that have, you know, like oh, more kills. Each kill reduces cooldown on your grenades. So, like, you know, I have a gun that, like, every time I kill something with that gun, it, the, the cooldown on my grenade goes down. So, it, you know, it, there's a lot of things. They try to intertwine See, a lot of See, that sounds
0: awesome and customizable, though.
1: It is. Even, but, even
0: if it's a bit nonsensical.
1: Yeah, it it is. And that's, that's one of the good things about Destiny. The other good thing is that it's fucking... It's a bungee first-person shooter, which means it plays great. So... There's like this weird off chance that you may get some great loot, but don't get your hopes up kind of deal. It's weird. It's like, you know, I haven't even hit it yet. I'm still just level 19. I'm almost to level 20. And that's when I start getting the loot. That's when I start finding loot that can potentially upgrade my character even more. Yeah. As far as level goes. Um, It all depends on how much light is connected to the piece of armor, which is, is another nonsensical term. You know, <laughs> you, you have these gauntlets, okay? You get these gauntlets, and they have 50 light. Okay, that's cool. I put... Now I have 50 light on my character, and then I have to go find other equipment that has light, and once I get a certain amount of light, I'm now level 21 instead of level 20. Okay. It, it's it, That's how it works. Um... And you can also, like, you can customize your equipment to a certain point. Um, so, like, say you don't like that amount of light, you want to add more light, you can do it, but you can only do it once. So it's, it's. Once per item? Yeah. So it, it's weird. And, and, like, certain items have, like, um,. Depending, every time you make a kill with it, it will fill up a an ability. So certain certain guns will have a, a an ability like um, say like when you crouch, uh, you zoom in farther with this gun. Well, it, that it doesn't start off that way immediately. You have to make a bunch of kills with it, and it fills up a bar. Now you can use it. You know, kind of deal. Okay. So it's it's certain, and certain guns require like crafting materials to do their those unique upgrades. Hm. It's oh, it's so weird, um, but I, I I still play it. It's weird, like I think it's because I'm playing with my friends. That's the reason. Why. Yeah you know i'm playing with like if i was sitting here by myself playing this which i did do that i I did some like um patrol missions which is basically just roam around and do small missions like go here and kill this many guys um and while i was doing that i was just thought the whole time i was like man i wish i was playing diablo 3 because i mean truth be told diablo 3 on ps4 is fucking amazing It really is.
0: Yeah. I will still pick that up at some
1: point. Yeah, Even can, though I haven't
0: finished it on the PC.
1: Well, I mean, I, I have it on the PC. I finished it on the PC. It feels different on the PS4. It feels like an arcade game on the PS4. It's hard to explain. I think it's because I have free control of my character instead of just clicking around. Yeah. It's great. That is That is going to be in my top ten games of this year. And that is a two-year-old game. That's true. It's, it's fantastic. Blizzard has done a complete 360 with that game. Or excuse me, 180. Because 360, man, he just went all the way around. <laughs> they have turned a complete 180 on that. Really have. So. But yeah. I'm doing that. I haven't really... As far as I... Do, I don't watch movies anymore. You know, we used to. It used to be something I used to be able to talk about. It was hey, I went and watched all these movies. The last movie I saw that's fairly new was Divergent.
0: Oh, see, I said I wasn't going to watch that until I read it. No, oh. because I was in a with the people in my lab at at Northwestern in Chicago. Uh-huh. I uh, we were pretty big into young adult books. So while I was there I read the entire Harry Potter series. I I actually before I got out there I read the Hunger Games and then I reread it out there with them.
1: They have like a book um, club or something.
0: I mean I was I did have multiple book clubs but this wasn't one of them. This was just basically we would all be shooting the shit so when somebody would start talking about a book, you know, if one other person started reading it, They wouldn't shut up about it, so then that was enough to get everybody else to read it because, you know, these young adult books, they're not very good, so you probably want to read them as fast as possible. Right. But also, you know, they're short and easy, which makes it the barrier of entry is very low, so you can blow through these books in a couple of nights. So it's not that much of a commitment to say, yeah, I'll read Hunger Games, so I can join your conversation. Um, but then I read Maze Runner, which is probably the worst book I've read in ten years. I absolutely hated that book. That's the one Everything you, about the way it's written.
1: That's the one you, where you, nobody ever tells somebody what's going on?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you told and me about that one.
0: It would not take very much effort <laughs> to have the end of the book happen five minutes after the guy arrives. But the way it's written is just every, – like everybody's so evasive yeah. for no reason other than you need to fill at least 200 more pages of this book. Um, but I do have hopes that that movie will be okay.
1: Oh, so they're not going to move a never
0: yeah. – yeah, it, it may already be out, or it's, or it's coming out soon. It's coming out within the, the next few months if it's not out already. Really? Yeah, Maze Runner It looks okay, uh, but basically, I vowed never to ever read any of the sequels to the Maze Runner. Instead, my next young adult book is going to be Divergent. Okay. But I don't. I won't watch the movie until I read the book.
1: I don't really. You know, I'm not a big reader. It's hard for me to even get into reading. I don't really know why. Mm.
0: it's it, funny I have a little stack of books right in front of me that just came from Amazon.
1: I just you know i I would love to get into books you know and read and stuff like that, but I just it, it every time I do it puts me to sleep like it makes me drowsy like literally it makes me drowsy, and I don't know when i'm when i the only time I could really read is whenever I'm here at home. And when I'm here at home, I'm playing a video game. Yeah, that's fair. So that's, or watching a television show, which I should mention, um, because I haven't talked about it with Ken. Me and Ken had an agreement. (laughs) Um, if Ken started watching Supernatural, I would start watching Smallville. Okay. Uh, Ken is almost at the end of, Ken is just started season eight of Supernatural. Holy crap. Yeah, he powered through that shit. And you are how far in Smallville? I am halfway through season two.
0: Okay, that's enough to get a good sense of it.
1: I started probably two weeks ago. I only watch one show at a time. Uh, Obviously until The Walking Dead starts, because that's starting in two weeks or three weeks. So, um but that's something I can watch once a week while, while I have – I can just binge on Smallville, which I, I – have you watched any of Smallville, Matt?
0: No, other than the one or two random episodes I caught when my roommate was watching
1: it because he really liked it. Okay. Um, it's not bad. The first couple – I'm guessing the first few seasons is more teenage high school drama obviously, because mm-hmm. they're all in high school. Uh, and that kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. Um, the first season was straight up monster of the week, just like supernatural was, mm-hmm. um, but
0: supernatural takes that and gets really, really good. Yeah. Does smallville,
1: smallville progress? Yeah. Smallville is actually starting to become more of a drama o- overarching story. You know? I mean, um, you know it's it's obviously young Clark Kent and uh him learning his powers uh he's always known he could run real fast and and you know super strong and kind of indestructible uh but now he you know i i saw an episode where he discovered he has heat vision
2: mm.
1: um and um x-ray vision so it's uh he hasn't learned to fly, which I don't think he will throughout the entire series. I'm not sure. Um, is it still going? No, it's off. No, it's over, right? Yeah, it ended. It did ten seasons, I think. It's a pretty good run. Yeah, started in two thousand one. That's another thing is like uh, apparently this show was big enough to have a pretty popular soundtrack as far as like mainstream stuff goes and every time i hear like a song i'm like jesus christ fuck like i'm in high school again yeah because i was like i heard like lincoln park and like the calling and shit like that and i was like what the fuck is this It's like his early 2000s <laughs> stuff and i was like oh let's bring about bad memories but uh I'm enjoying it. It's it's kind of a hard one to, to, to... I can't just sit down and say, okay, I'm going to watch like four episodes. now I'll watch an episode, then go play a game, and then maybe come yeah. back later on that night and watch another episode. It's, it's one of those where I'm like, this again, because like, seriously, the first season all revolved around Clark has, discovers a villain. That villain's either got powers from kryptonite or has kryptonite on them or is in a location where kryptonite <laughs> is and when Clark goes to beat the person he's surrounded by kryptonite and you know gets sickle cell anemia from his fucking the shit and just and, and but that somehow he always gets away from the kryptonite and beats crap out of the guy and then they win um, but yeah, they, they, they do a few things They so, you know, they, uh, there's at the current moment where I'm at, there's a few people who know who, what he is. Um,
0: like know everything or just know that he's different,
1: know that he's an alien. Okay. Um, his, one of his best friends knows, uh, cause they just, he discovered his fucking spaceship um that'll do it <laughs> yeah he was wanting to get it back he's like i'm gonna take it to my house i'm gonna you know try and sell this sucker you know make a fortune off of the me discovering alien life and he's like no don't do that it's like why not he said because it's my spaceship you know it's just it's a little dumb that way obviously his mom and dad know he's he's a kryptonian but uh his best friend knows and there was another kid who knew but he died So, it's not bad. Um, From the way Ken talks, I mean, they get into some pretty deep, like, comic stuff as far as, like, other superheroes arrive. Like, uh, I think the Flash shows up.
0: Uh, He seems to be whoring himself out. Didn't he come, didn't he evolve out of the Arrow show? Now he's getting his own show?
1: I think he had an appearance, I I think.
0: But the continuity is the same between Arrow and Flash, right?
1: I believe so. Um, I have not watched Arrow. Any of it? No.
0: Uh that was going to be my next question: was how does it compare? Because I thought Arrow was pretty okay.
1: Did you watch it?
0: Uh, I watched the first season.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I hear the second season they really bring bring it up a notch.
0: I've heard that as well. So uh, I have not given up on the show. I just watched one, and I'm like, all right, you know, I got other things to do. But when I come back, I'm still looking forward to watching this at some point. Yeah, you know, I was so hesitant to watch it because it was uh. CW or WB show or whatever uh, Much like Supernatural But it turned out to be Okay except I'm um, like basically This guy's just Batman without the bat theme
1: I mean yeah that's how I mean well Oliver Queen He kills dudes too though
0: Yeah But he's not really a super hero. he's just a guy who trains a lot
1: yeah i mean yeah he's 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 he's
0: rich he's a so rich yes. he's
1: a rich guy who develops weapons so you know he's he's an interesting character but he's been around forever i mean he, you know, he started in the comics like back in i think the fifties so but yeah um I heard that in season two they actually bring in the suicide squad, which is kind of interesting mm. which you know that's you know, dead shots and that and Harley Quinn's in that, um, but yeah, um, I don't think you see Harley Quinn though. For some reason, I don't know. I I haven't watched it. I just I heard that she makes an appearance, but probably you don't see her. So, but yeah, this um, I've been watching Smallville, and it's it's not bad. I I hope to get out of fucking high school. Holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> I know they get out at some time. I just don't know when, but it's, you know, I hope it wasn't like, Oh, this is freshman year. And then second season is junior year or sophomore year. You know, it's got four yeah. year, four seasons of this will really start to get on my nerves. But, you know, I, I can tell that they're starting to shape stuff up because, you know, uh, Lex Luthor's father has come back into the picture. He's like a main character of season two right now. So, uh, and I really like him. He's played by uh, John Glover. Which... He was in a show that I really, really liked. Uh, that got cancelled far too soon. Um, it's a Brimstone, if you've ever heard hmm. of it.
0: No, I don't think I have.
1: Never heard of Brimstone?
0: It's I've funny. never seen it, for sure. Oh,
1: man. So let's let's talk about Brimstone for a minute. Because... I fucking loved this show... Um, It only lasted a season because it came on Fox and Fox loves to cancel shit. Mm -hmm. Um, It was about a guy who was a detective who was killed. Um, And he comes back uh, by making a deal with Satan. Satan was played by John Glover. Okay. Um, There are a hundred and thirty demons that escaped hell and he has tasked Ezekiel Stone was his name Uh, he has tasked him with going back to earth and finding the 113 demons killing them and sending them back to hell and he will have a second chance at life kinda like Spawn but not really (laughs) um but it was it was really interesting like d- d- just the things that they they came up with as far as like how do you kill the demons well uh the eyes are the windows to the soul so you had to destroy their eyes so he could like shoot them with a gun or stab them in the eyes with like a knife or something like that um and uh, he uh, he had 113 tattoos all over his body and every time he would kill a demon one of the tattoos would disappear and the whole thing was when he, all of his tattoos are gone, he's basically back in human form. Hmm. So it was How, actually, when was the on? Uh, 99,
0: 1999,
1: 2000, somewhere around there.
0: I have to Google it. It
1: was actually really available anywhere. I think they did release a DVD set at one time. I can't remember. But it was actually very interesting. The guy, when you looked at him, it kind of reminded you of uh, John Constantine. Because mm-hmm. you know, he always had the he had the, the brown trench coat kind of deal. Looked kind of rugged as far as like a, a scruffy, like detective-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really interesting. Of course, I was 1999. Uh, I was fucking 14, 15. Remember I watched that show? I just thought thought it was really cool because it was something I had never seen before, you know, as far as how gritty it was and stuff like that. And it was right on the cusp of after watching um, Blade. Oh, right. Which was another, you know, something I had never heard of before, which I didn't even know was a fucking Marvel movie um, until I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance, no less. When I saw Blade's a character in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance and I looked it up, I was like, holy shit, Blade's a fucking Marvel character. <laughs> Which means that Blade was probably the first Marvel movie that came out during that time. Yeah. Interestingly enough. So, but yeah, Brimstone, pretty good. If you can find Interesting. it. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know where I'll be able to find it, but.
1: Maybe on YouTube.
0: Sounds pretty cool.
1: But um, yeah. I don't know There's anything else to talk about. <laughs> uh, I'm caught up on Supernatural completely, ready for yeah, yeah ready for season ten.
0: Man, I don't even care. I'm all caught up. I watched like eight seasons, seven seasons straight through, and then I don't know, just fell off.
1: What was the last like? What was going on in the last season you watched? The Leviathans.
0: The last – I don't know. I don't even know. There was a – it kind of got to be a lot more humorous episodes. Uh-huh. Like I distinctly remember that one where they are in like an alternate universe playing themselves.
1: Yeah. They were on a TV show called Supernatural. On TV show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought that was pretty awesome.
1: That was season six when that happened. Um. It's- Season 7 was when the Leviathans came to Earth. And uh, it was all about getting to purgatory. Throwing them back out of purgatory. Or throwing them back into purgatory. So. Maybe I
0: watched part of 7.
1: And then season 8 was all about them trying to close the gates to hell.
0: See, I feel like... I remember that. I remember they were in Purgatory. I remember they closed it. There was the one at the, whatever the season finale was where, um, not Dean, but the other brother is down in hell with the devil or
1: that was like season five. Yeah, that's five. Yeah. So season seven, I mean, spoiler alert for anybody out there who hasn't seen supernatural, Season seven was basically Castiel was um, trying to figure out a way to beat the rival angel. Um, So he decided to absorb all the souls that were in purgatory, and it basically turned him into God. And he went kind of nuts and wanted to rule the earth.
0: Yep. That's that's season seven?
1: Yeah, season seven. Um,
0: Okay, I think I got into seven, but maybe not all the way out of it
1: it was part of season seven. Uh, It was part of season six. It happened at the end of season six when he became God. Yeah. And then season seven was, that's where the Leviathans came in because the Leviathans also came with all the souls from purgatory and the Leviathans escaped his body and then infected people and then decided they were going to take over earth. They had to, and then Dean and Sam had to fight them. Um, and at the end of season seven, they killed the big bad, um, Leviathan, and uh, the, he kind of exploded and went to purgatory. But when he exploded, Dean and Castiel were standing next to him, and they got caught in the explosion and were sent to purgatory as well. And then I'll
0: probably just rewatch seven when I go back to it.
1: Yeah, season seven. I, is I think lame. I
0: saw some or most of that, but. I don't know. Everybody's going to hell. Coming back from hell. Everybody's dying. Uh, Yeah, I
1: mean, Dean and Sam have died probably five times each. It's fucking ridiculous. They just keep coming back. And the way that they like explain, oh, you look a year younger because, or a year older because, the season. You know, obviously, in between seasons they get older. (laughs) They explain that by, man, you've been in hell for over a year, (laughs) you know, or something like. It's it's weird. So. But yeah, um, I'm caught up. I'm ready for season 10. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I haven't had much time to watch anything. It's certainly nothing worth talking about. Right now, I'm trying to figure out if I should keep watching Criminal Minds or not.
1: Why do why you say that?
0: Because on one hand, I'm a sucker for all crime procedurals. Uh huh. Supernatural or not. Comedic or not. Realistic or not. But on the other hand, it's... To tell me that, like, hey, you should watch this show because it's a crime procedural where they just do the um, the forensic analysis and basically look look at the clues and trying to work up the, psych- the psychological profiles. Like, that's a great premise for a movie. But every single episode is the same. Either he's a disorganized psychotic killer or he's a methodical killer. Mm-hmm. And so far, there's just not anywhere near enough variety episode to episode. Yeah. For me, it's pretty formulaic. Whereas, like, the last one I watched, The Glades, was probably the most formulaic, but it took itself so lightly that it was, you know, everything was half tongue-in-cheek anyways. Right. And it wasn't a great show, but it, it, it knew that, and it was playful. Whereas this is, like, so super serious all the time, but... I don't know. It's just uh, it's been on forever, so I imagine it must get better or maintain a level of quality so that people can just put up with it every week.
1: The I watched this is one of those shows where I didn't necessarily sit down and watch them in order in order or of my own volition. Mm-hmm. um i my my ex was big into criminal minds, and she recorded every single one of them, like even reruns
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: and that was just something like if she she was just like messing on the computer or something like that, she'd have that play in the background and I sat there and watched a few episodes and like, ah, these characters are okay, but the things they're doing is just kinda the same it's just you know it's kind of boring, you know you got the asshole guy who is the boss. You know, you got the 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 computer geek lovable woman who is uh, the person their contact person. Um and then you know, it, it's typical stuff. And I was like these characters work, but they're doing stuff I don't give a shit about. Um, yeah.
0: And they don't change episode to episode. So no. while they work, they get really stale. Especially if you try to binge the show. Yeah. Because, you know, they always have to remind you exactly who this character is, so they give you the same types of, like, like instant flashes of that character. Yeah. So they'll say, remember how geeky this guy is? Oh, we'll start off by having him do something geeky. Yeah. But, uh, but since, for most people, it's been a week, they have him do something geeky to start off every episode. <laughs> so it gets even more formulaic, not only because the plot of every episode is formulaic, but because they need to k- remind you who the characters are and exactly what role they fill every week. Yeah. And so, I I don't know. I just find it to be aggravatingly repetitious.
1: Yeah. The, um, there was a show and it's actually a real life show. I guess you could call it a reality show, but it's edited differently. Um, and I kind of got into it. My ex-girlfriend was big into mystery stuff. Crime stuff murder stuff it I know that sounds weird. <laughs> South Park did an episode on this, and I thought it was fucking perfect because this was my life almost investigative discovery it's a discovery channel about investigative things as far as murders or you know crime and stuff goes. When my girlfriend discovered that, she went nuts about that channel. In fact, that's all we fucking watched. And South Park liked to call it murder porn. (laughs) Because they'd have these dumb fucking shows where it was like they would they would tell the story of a real life murder, but then they would do like reenactments of it and like, oh, sexy, mm-hmm. you know, these, these two lovers so you plot to kill their, their wives and husbands and oh, it's all, it's all ecstasies in the air and they murder is too. And this is bullshit, you know, and she loved that fucking shit. I fucking hated it. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, I was like, and she all was on the television but there was a show that she watched, and it came on A and E. It was called The First Forty Eight. Um, yep, I've seen that one. I actually really got into that show because I think it was, it was more genuine. Yeah, you know, because these are real life murders. These are are real life cops trying to solve these murders, and mo- and sometimes they didn't get the guy. You know, that's that's one thing about it, and that's that's one thing about real life is that sometimes they don't get the guy, and um. I actually really liked that. Unfortunately, I ran out of episodes because she'd record every goddamn one of them. I'd watched them all. Um, But yeah, I did like the first 48. Um, I'll tell you a show that's actually really good to binge is uh, Bates Motel.
0: Oh Yes, I watched the first three episodes, thought it was really good. Uh But my lady and I are going to watch it together once she gets down here.
1: Gotcha, okay. That's so that's. There's pro- a few
0: shows that we've got on the back burner, so we can.
1: Yeah, I was. We were. together. Yeah, me and Sarah were fucking addicted to Bates Motel, because it, it was. was good. It was so fucked up. You just you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen next. <laughs> that show is so fucked up.
0: That and <laughs> American Horror Story.
1: I have yet to watch American Horror Story.
0: That I mean, you want you want to talk about fucked up shows, man?
1: I mean, that, that's the thing is that. Bates Motel is fucked up as far as these people are crazy and uh, they kill people. The thing, I'm a 28-year-old man, but I suffer from night terrors.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want more shit to fuel those night terrors. As, uh, yes, okay, when I'm laying in bed alone, sometimes my mind wanders and I start thinking about scary shit. <laughs> and it makes and it makes me not fall asleep i'm fully i'm fully capable of admitting that does this show have stuff that will scare the living shit out of you
0: honestly it's way more weird and fucked up than it is scary it, at least the first season the second season can be can be a little scarier okay but the first season really like there may be a couple of points two to three episodes in where you start to think oh man this might be getting scary but then it just gets so weird that you're like what the fuck is happening yeah and it it kind of it kind of switches and is really no longer scary at all
1: hmm okay
0: but season two can be a little a little creepy right I mean it all it all depends also a little bit on, on what creeps you out because season one is sort of a haunted house season two is a haunted
1: Insane asylum, yeah.
0: And so that you know that imagery alone, for me, is far creepier. That because is... of all the tests that were done yeah. on mental patients. I
1: mean, the and people it's, were it's, there so much, that were sick. You know,
0: yeah, people were there that were sick, and it's more the the idea of the restraint, where if these people say you're crazy, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, like even you can be perfectly sane, and they just strap you down. And there's nothing you can do. Yeah. And I find that to be scarier because of that, that containment. And the new season looks pretty creepy too with the haunted carnival.
1: And that's supposed up. to be the last season.
0: I'm not sure. I hadn't heard that, but that's the fourth it season, me. right?
1: I think so. Yeah. Because it was Covenant. That was the Yeah, Coven. Coven, excuse me. Um,
0: See, I don't, I don't think that any, like, season three or four will be as scary as two. Yeah. I haven't seen the third one yet.
1: Hmm. I know, um, I just, you know, it's, I trying to imagine, like, shows that I try to get into. I mean, Sarah made me watch a shit ton of shows. I mean, I can tell you a lot about fucking Pretty Little Liars because she made me <laughs> fucking watch it. She would not watch episodes without me sitting there. Mm-hmm. I don't know Why? She was just like, "You want to watch Pretty Little Liars?" No. It's like, "Come on, I don't want to watch it without you." I'm like, "Why?" She said, "Because you watched it from the beginning. Because you fucking made me." <laughs> yeah, you know, and she's like, "I just, I don't care. I, mean, I, I will. I, I'll put it this way: because Pretty Little Liars is apparently based on a bunch of books." Okay. It's. How do I explain this? It is basically a murder mystery mixed with... I know what you did last summer as far as, like, stalker goes. A stalker is fucking with these people's lives, okay?
0: That doesn't sound so bad.
1: Well, it's not that bad, if it was just about that. But it's not. This is also an ABC family show, which means we have to have teen drama. You, like, I say that the teen drama and high school bullshit pisses me off in smallville that's that is still a show about superman okay this show is about teen drama and high school bullshit and every once in a while is about this stalker guy
0: yeah i had the same sort of conflicted feeling with the show roswell i'm like you tell me that it's about a, a couple of kids who are aliens and going to high school on on principle that sounds okay in reality, it's a whole lot of high school drama, with you know them being aliens just as as a vague cover for everybody who's ever felt like an outsider.
1: Yeah, I just you know there was there was sparks. Like I, I would watch those episodes. I watched like fucking three seasons of that fucking show. Every yeah. every fucking episode. The the only the only silver there was two silver linings when they actually started doing the the. Who is this stalker person? And the other fact that uh, um, Nolan North is a character in the show. Because I really? saw, yeah, I saw him. I was like, "Wow, that's Nolan North." She's like, "Who's Nolan North?" I was like, yeah, <laughs> "Video game shit. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and uh, and I was like, "And he he he's not a major player. He's one of the girl's fathers." And okay. I'm like, and every time he showed up, I was like, "Ah, Nolan North. This is gonna be a good episode." Even though he's there for like five minutes, I'm like, bring Nolan North back. Come on. <laughs> but it, but it, that I would have to admit that the, that as far as the mystery shit goes, because it was like the stalker person who would leave like notes and all these different like text messages and stuff of like, you know, I know what you're, you know, it, I know the bad shit you've done and you're going to pay for it and shit like that. I was like, okay, this feels like a, it's kind of like a cheesy screamer. I know what you did last summer kind of deal, but it works.
0: At least it's bearable.
1: Yeah. But then 45 minutes of the other part of the show is all about Troy broke up with me. I don't know what I did wrong. I want to go to the spring formal with him. And it, I'm just like, I don't care about this shit. Yeah. You know, I just, oh my God.
0: Have you ever found a show that strikes say, better balance or a perfect balance between – you know, it, I I don't know exactly. You know, maybe stereotypically you'd say that that high school drama is meant to appeal to women. And would you do you know of a show that's more balanced? Maybe similar idea, or not a similar idea, but just with a better male female balance in terms of what they're kind of throwing at you to specifically satisfy those two demographics.
1: You know, that is a very difficult one to find that I don't think that exists as far as balance goes I mean don't get me wrong my my ex was into things that I like too she loves Smallville I just never watched it with her um she really liked Warehouse 13 which I liked Warehouse 13 although yeah
0: I mean there, there's a lot of shows that both can enjoy yeah but I mean specifically where they're like catering to both overtly like here's the teen drama here's the serial killer or here's the superhero and here's the teen drama.
1: I mean, they tried to do it with Bates Motel a little bit. You know, Norman obviously has to deal with going to high school and, and, and trying to fit in and find a girlfriend and all this other stuff. Uh, and at the same time, he's fucking insane. (laughs) Um, but I mean, it's more around, Oh, this is the origin story of Norman Bates. You know, it's, you know what the end game is. Um, I don't know. No, that's uh, that, that's a hard question. It, I've never found anything that was like had a lot of drama in it, but also at the same time was you know either a thriller or a sci-fi show or something like that. I mean, Star uh, Star Trek. So you know.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say initially. And it's not towards the middle, but I thought that Desperate Housewives, Uh-huh. only the first season, but I thought that had a fair amount of – a fair amount of backstory because basically the first season is a murder mystery. Right. Not so much like serial killer murder mystery, but more like an Agatha Christie, like one person in this town did it. Right. Who did it. And so over the season, you get to know them. I mean, it's mostly a chick show. Right. But there was some amount, you know, of of compelling murder mystery to keep me interested. Hmm. Maybe True Blood would be closer to the middle. I mean, yeah. that's pretty. I, f- I would say that's still more like guy focused. If you want to use,
1: yeah, well, see, that yeah, that, as a term. That was originally what I thought Supernatural was going to be.
0: But it's based on Charlene Harris's books, and I. Those are more romance-heavy than the TV show is, I think. Yeah. And there is still a fair... There's quite a bit of romance in True Blood. So, you know, it's almost like, here's the vampire stuff, here's the romance. And that might be one of the better balanced, in that way, TV shows.
1: I've never seen True Blood, but I've had uh, one of my old roommates give me a synopsis of it. And I'm just like, I was on board until you started talking about other shit. Like yeah. A, well, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was all about, you know, like, um, just a, that
0: first season is pretty good too, figuring out who did it.
1: Well, see, I, I don't know about as far as the plot goes, but he was just telling me, like, what you see in the show. So it was like, yeah, vampires live among humans and, uh, everybody knows that they exist and shit like that. I'm like, okay, that sounds okay. Right uh, they
0: basically come out,
1: but then he started saying, "Oh, and there's also werewolves and there's also witches and shit- I'm like all right you've you've lost me already because I don't uh, stay focused on one thing, don't try to be this fucking hodgepodge of bullshit <laughs> you know I mean it, and that may be a shitty excuse, it may be, but it's just for me personally, I like a show that is condensed as far as this is what it is, you know this is Uh, that was one of the things I really liked about Dexter until they turned it into more bullshit (laughs) because it was, it was all about Dexter and he had to uh, fuel his need to kill people. I mean, have you watched Dexter?
0: Sadly, no, even though I loved the half a season that I did see.
1: Which one, which season did you watch? First season?
0: Yeah. First half of the first season. That was one where the roommate that I was living with we were going to watch it together, and then you know we didn't find any time for a little while, so neither one of us was watching it, and then we just never got on the same page to watch it again,
1: yeah, but to w- this
0: day we're always like, yeah, we should watch that together again sometime
1: I, I watched the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth part of the f- two episodes of the fifth season um the first season was great. The second season was great. The third season sucked. The fifth season was fucking phenomenal. Or the fourth season. And then the fifth season, they introduced Julia Styles, And I said, nope. <laughs> because they, it was, oh my God. It's like, oh, now he's he's going to teach her. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. I want it to talk, be about Dexter. I don't want it to be about anybody else. And that was the problem, you know. Um, like I, it ruined that show for me. That was just—I don't know. It was. I've there's been so many shows that I've watched that have been ruined. Like uh, uh, Heroes is one of them, <laughs> and they're bringing that back.
0: Yes, I heard that.
1: Heroes reborn. I don't know what they're gonna do. I
0: like the comment about Heroes on uh, the Big Bang Theory.
1: Oh, really? What yeah. did they say?
0: Basically, Sheldon is complaining because he watches the end of a show and he's like, all right, where's the next episode? And they're like, no, this was a Fox show, so there is no next episode. The show was canceled. And he's like, well, that's bullshit. So he calls up like the writer and tries to get them to remake a new season. He's like, no, the show was canceled. Uh, he pretends to be like, you know, some executive at Fox. He's like, I've changed my mind. We're going to uncancel that show and make the next season. And basically, he goes through and talks about other shows that were prematurely canceled. And then he's like, well, Heroes did it to us a a totally different way. They just gradually lowered the quality of the show until we didn't care that it was off the
1: air anymore. (laughs) How long did Heroes last? Like four seasons?
0: I loved the first season, got to the last episode, and said, hell no, I'm not doing this ever again. Never watched another episode.
1: I watched... The first I season. loved
0: that first season. I, I thought the first the finale. was
1: great. I, I didn't mind the finale. Um, but the, the second season, I watched probably three episodes because, like, you know, Hero got sent back to the past, and he was in feudal Japan, and I didn't care, <laughs> and Peter was in Scotland, or he was around Scottish people. And he didn't know. He didn't have any memory. I don't care. It was. I was like, "You have ruined the show," and I just, just fell off. You know, a show yeah. that that had me.
0: Yeah, I was all in on Heroes. I loved it.
1: Yeah, that that was. It had me. The first season had me as bad as Lost did.
0: I mean, it's still no forty four hundred for talking about superhero shows, but that's a different story.
1: I didn't know that was a superhero show.
0: Well, people with powers show.
1: Oh, I didn't know they had powers. Oh, they do. I've never watched.
0: <laughs> You're missing out, man. That is hands down my favorite show ever about people with powers.
1: I did you ever watch the Dead Zone?
0: Yes, I liked that, was that pretty show good too. I like the first season of that was pretty good. Yeah, After
1: it that, it it, it went on too long. That was the problem. Yeah. It 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 went on too long. If it was only probably about four seasons, it would have been fine. But it went on. I think
0: off. that show was better because of the acting. Like there was nothing actually super compelling. I thought about the show. Yeah. I just thought it was very well acted and, and well, well made.
1: Yeah, nah. That was a few um, shows I was into. It, it, truth be told, was it, that
0: one Alpha? did you watch that one?
1: The one in Sci-Fi.
0: I think it was on Sci-Fi. Yeah,
1: I got canceled. I never watched it.
0: Two seasons. Yeah, but it was pretty decent.
1: Um. Oh God, it was us. It was a USA show. That lasts a long time. It actually ended. Um, Monk. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I really like. I Monk. I've
0: watched every episode of Monk and yeah. I've rewatched almost every episode of Monk. I own Monk books.
1: There was books.
0: Oh yeah, there's a whole series of books. Oh shit. I mean, not not a not a whole series like my Stargate books, but you know, there's some Monk books out there.
1: I was I actually really liked Monk. It was something my mom <clears throat> my mom liked. Yeah. Monk and uh, Psych
0: for a long time. That that was my my one two punch of crime drama and comedy in a perfect mix of both.
1: I never really got into Psyche. Um I didn't like that guy. James Roday. Yeah, he just he came off as hokey, but at the same time trying too hard to be funny.
0: Yeah, I mean I like Trying too
1: hard to be Nathan Fillion, Nathan Drake guy.
0: See, he, it's it's not as much that it's, it he like he plays off the nerdiness of it, yeah. And like the episodes of that show take place at a comic con and at a kid's spelling bee, and for a while, it, it was a nice juxtaposition with Monk because they were both funny crime dramas, but one of them was a little bit like Psych was a little wackier, a little zanier. There was, you know, one of the best things about that show is just. The interplay between him, like Sean and Gus, yeah, the way Gus is the straight laced, you know, working at a pharmaceutical company, and he he's always the no guy, whereas James Roddy is always the yes guy, and uh, their interplay and all their '80s references was a totally different take on the funny, yeah, crime drama. Which yeah, I I love I love both of them. I loved Monk for a lot longer.
1: Now, my my psych was basically Warehouse 13, because that show got fucking goofy at times. See,
0: I didn't really like Warehouse 13. I don't like comedy in my sci-fi all that much. Uh, I I absolutely hate Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Really? And I I don't know why. I feel like it's something I should like. I hated the movie. I went back and read the book and hated that, too. (laughs) And I didn't like Warehouse 13. I didn't really even like the one that came out before that, Eureka.
1: Eureka did you like but you liked Firefly? Yeah. That had comedy in it.
0: That had a lot of comedy. Felt felt different to me though.
1: <sighs> different.
0: See, throats. in Firefly it, to me it was quirky comedy. So was so it was was White House thirteen. Yeah, I felt like they were more jokey. Whereas Firefly was good in the same way that The Big Lebowski is good, not because of the jokes, but because the characters are so well done that when they do something it's funny just because it's so mal or it's so wash. Like he's going to do the things that Wash does and that's why it's funny to me and that's why those characters are so lovable. And I just got more more jokes and more setup for punchlines and stuff in the other shows that just it, it never clicked with me.
1: Yeah. They're for Sharks, I guess. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're bad shows. Yeah. I got nothing against them. I I wish they were still around because there would be some sci fi on sci fi, but <laughs> you're kidding. But uh they just they never clicked with me. As much as I will watch and have watched essentially every sci fi show ever made um that I can find. You know, so I just those didn't click.
1: So um I um, for some reason it just popped into my head that a, a few things I've always wanted to go back and watch, and it's bad because some of them are anime. <laughs> um, I know you haven't watched much anime before. Yeah. Um, have you ever watched Cowboy Bebop?
0: The first episode or two. Okay. Thought it seemed pretty cool.
1: You should try that one because that's about as close as you can get to an anime for Firefly.
0: Yeah, I've had it, I've had it described to me that way before,
1: but more serious. Cowboy Bebop is a pretty serious show for the That's most. That's what
0: people. I'm looking for. I, I I hesitate to ever watch an anime because I thought I had found the perfect one with that High School of the Dead. <sighs> Jesus Christ! And I
1: just that first you know, episode should have gave you some fucking red flags when they started flashing those shit. panty shots.
0: Yeah, man. Every time I sit down, I'm like, this could be an anime that I like, and then it. Even if it is, it's always going to be random jiggly tits shots, and I just can't handle it.
1: Have you ever watched the Supernatural anime? No. Did you know that existed?
0: I, th- I think I had heard of it. I think I've.
1: <laughs> I have seen a few episodes. Um, it's not bad. They kind of retell a few things, but then they also kind of just delve into their own thing. For okay. for some reason they decided to make Dean more of a, I wouldn't say a goofball, but make him <laughs> make him more of a klutz. Okay, he fucks up a, a few times in the episodes I saw. I'm just like, that's not really how Dean acts. Um, but I mean, yeah, Dean is the one who does most of the jokes, but it, when it's all said and done, he's the guy who gets shit done. Yeah. You know? Um, but it was interesting. Um, I didn't watch all of it. Um, but going back, I was thinking, I was like, I'd I'd like to rewatch all of Cowboy Bebop. It's been a long time since I've watched that. And I thought it was a great show. It was kind of hard to follow at times for me. I think because I watched it when I was like fucking 14 or 15. And I just, it, it, it has this kind of obscure vibe to it at times. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they do a lot of in visual sense, alliteration to things. Um, and I know alliteration is more of a literary thing, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it, it does like a lot of for some foreshadowing and stuff like that, especially in a lot of their episodes. Um, but then I always go back to, Hey, that one day, whenever I want to sit down and just watch all of dragon ball Z again, And then I realize I'm nuts whenever I say that because that's like 200 something episodes. It's more than that. Yeah. That's a commitment. Dragon Ball Kai would probably be the best idea to do that because it's the abridged version.
0: I don't think I'll ever be able to watch it because I don't think that I can handle the art. Why not? It's the same guy that Toriyama, right?
1: Yeah. Akira Toriyama.
0: Nope.
1: Well, you don't like that at all.
0: I do not like that at all.
1: Ugh, so sad.
0: Did not like it in Blue Dragon.
1: And you know, like Dragon Warrior, or Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Quest. Qu- Quest. Yeah.
0: You know, I, th- I I vaguely remember watching a roommate play Dragon Quest Eight. Uh huh. Was that the one on the PS2? Maybe. Is it on the PS2? And I don't remember hating that visually.
1: I think you. I think you hated the the characters in Blue Dragon more than you hated the art style. So. That's just me, maybe though.
0: maybe I mean yes certainly the characters also, but I'm pretty sure that I separately, if not equally, hated the art.
1: Dragon Ball would be kind. I don't know. There's a few good characters. Vegeta's a fucking badass. He's he's the, he's the guy who's yeah he he is the guy to watch in that show. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's big enough that I'd like to give it a chance and at least try it, but...
1: Yeah. Vegeta's basically kind of like General Zod to Goku.
0: Okay.
1: You know what that means, right? (laughs) You know who General Zod is, right? Not really. I need to sit you down with some DC Comics, for Christ's sakes.
0: Come on, man. I barely even have a handle on Marvel Comics.
1: So, Superman... I've, I've compared it before. Superman and Goku are basically the exact same.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know General Zod from the movies.
1: Yeah, General Zod is basically one of the last few Kryptonians who comes to Earth in search for Kal-El. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically the same with Vegeta. Vegeta is the prince of all Saiyans. And, well, planet Vegeta. <laughs> he was named after the planet. Um, planet Vegeta was blown up by Frieza and he and his general or his Lieutenant or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, and a couple of other Saiyans are the only ones that are still around because they weren't on the planet whenever it exploded. Uh, and they find out through a series of events that there's these things called Dragon Balls that exist on earth that will grant the person a wish Vegeta, being the asshole he is, wants to wish for immortality. So he goes to Earth to find Goku and basically say, where the fuck are these Dragon Balls? Um, but over time, Vegeta turns into a good guy. He's more of an anti-hero. Okay. So, uh, And he's a badass. And Christopher Sabat does his voice, and he does it greatly. So, yeah, it's, it's like really like gravelly voice. It sounds a lot like Piccolo, which is the green guy, if you've ever seen Piccolo before. Who's a, he's a Namikian. God, I know way too much about Dragon Ball.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of terms you're throwing around. I don't know what they mean.
1: I know it. God, I I can get nerdy with some Dragon Ball. It's uh, uh, Or Dragon Ball Z, I should say. I don't know much about Dragon Ball. I know a lot about Dragon Ball Z and I watched a little bit of GT and then said, no, which happens obviously after Dragon Ball Z. Obviously. Yeah. Goku gets, go get, Goku gets turned into a little kid at like 45 years old. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's a strange one, but I, it's one of those things where like, you know, you kind of grew up watching it. You know, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z you know, Toonami, and I was probably like 13, 14, whenever I watched that stuff. And it was like some of the first, first – it was my first few glimpses into anime. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was the big thing whenever I was in high school was, oh, anime, and anime. Because they they had started localizing the stuff like in droves, and, and people had never seen this stuff before. You know, so drag- it was pretty
0: much just Akira for me.
1: Yeah, I'd never seen Akira.
0: That was the one.
1: Oh, I take that back. I watched part of Akira. It was during a a Fourth of July cookout this year over at Alan's house. Um, But we were all talking and drinking at the same time, and I wasn't really paying attention much. I saw somebody explode, and there was this weird creepy kid that looked like an old man, and there was motorcycles, and then this this one chick got punched in the face, and then they ripped her shirt off, and there was tits. <laughs> um, that's all I remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's yeah. But like yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Roman Warriors, pretty much all the tsunami lineup. That was my introduction to anime and stuff like that. And yeah, every once in a while, I get this thing of oh man, I really should go back and watch all of Dragon Ball Z because that was my favorite anime when I was a kid. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so. But anyway, I think we've... This is a hell of an episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. We talked about almost no video games. On a video game podcast. A little Destiny. A little bit of Destiny. A little bit about cause. Sadly, sadly
0: I haven't started with yet.
1: Yeah. Anime, television shows mainly, Reign Supreme. Um, but, I have a couple of emails. and This is one of the reasons why I actually recorded this episode. Because... The emails are getting kind of old, and they will be irrelevant if I don't go ahead and read them. Uh, the first one being, um, if I can bring it up here, from Jamie, who has been following us on our um, Dragon uh, fucking hell, Dragon Age. I was, about, I was like Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest, Follow Dragon drag. Sounds pretty cool, too. Yeah. She's following us on dragons. She's riding Flemeth. Um, she's been following us with a dragon age podcast. Um, she sent us an email and says, I know you all wrapped up dragon age two podcast, but I thought I'd email anyways for a few of my own thoughts. I don't love this game as much as I love dragon age origins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm not sure what it is about the story that bothers me. Maybe. Seems to
0: be a common opinion, though.
1: Yeah, maybe it's because the narrative is less good versus evil. Fighting the blight was straightforward. Killing Kill Archdemon and the end cut and dry. This more, however, is making me question my morals. Do I free the mages even though maybe they aren't safe to be around or oppress innocent people? Uh, but the Templars aren't all bad, right? Alistair was one. Uh, even in the circle in Dragon Age Origins, they seemed okay. They were on okay terms. I'm not quite finished, but I have this terrible feeling that I'm going to make me choose a side. Oh, yes. Yep. After, uh, at first, I had to agree with Ken. I thought the game was boring, and the characters uninteresting. One of my favorite parts of Dragon Age Origins was the banter between other characters, but these ones barely seemed to talk, and I couldn't stop to have a conversation with them. Uh, that was only in the first act, though. Once we got through the that, things got a lot better. Now that uh, I'm almost through the game, they are much more fun. I also had to alter the way I was playing to do several quests at one time rather than jumping around constantly. Yeah, following one quest at a time makes it too choppy, and that makes that really makes it hard to be interested. One last thing, I ran into Alistair and he mentioned the former me, hero of Ferelden, as the old ball and chain since I married him in the end. <laughs> he didn't care that I don't like him calling me that, even if I did kill the Archdemon. I kind of wish there were more little connections that way, but the ones that are there uh, do have... Uh, but the But the ones they do have are good, excuse me. Looking forward to Inquisition and glad you guys will be doing the podcast for it, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie, for that email. Um, and I can't wait for Inquisition.
0: Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, I, I can't see any way it's not going to be great. I, the first two were both good in their own ways, I think. Clearly, very different from each other, but, you know, I'd like to say that third time's the charm. Take the best parts out of each and create this super game.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, we got another email. This one's from, um, you're going to have to forgive me if I um, mispronounce your name. Uh, Dara, I believe, is the name, or it may be Dara. Uh, you can let me know in the next one and tell me how dumb I am for mispronouncing your name. I don't
0: know, so you're, you're all right. <laughs> Dara's it, and Sarah.
1: Dara's uh, and Dara's. Uh, hey, Drew and crew, just wanted to say that I've been really enjoying listening to your podcast. Sorry if this email is too long. We'd never get a long email, so don't worry about it. Uh, I'm only up to intermission number three right now. I accidentally found this show while I was looking for online discussions on Near. Hmm. Near is so popular. Uh, so I guess you can put another tally under Near for bringing someone to your podcast.
0: It has a tally of one, though. <laughs> Well, two. Two. You forget, Jay. Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, you guys are really entertaining. I like how transparent you all are regarding your interpretations of games. It really, It's really honest and fascinating because it's a nice cross-section of another mind. Side note, I was surprised that there was a mention of dislike towards Asura's Wrath. That game was pretty bare-bones in terms of gameplay, but I thought it was a thoroughly entertaining anime kind of game, probably because I grew up I, too, grew up watching Dragon Ball VHS recordings. Hell, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Asura's Wrath had a crap ton of justice-filled face punching. Uh, nice to hear all of your backstories regarding anime in the second intermission, which we kind of delve into again. Um, was also surprised that no one brought up Ninja Scroll. Uh, I was pretty uh, It was pretty great, minus the sexual harassment sections. I have watched Ninja Scroll, and yes, there are some sexual harassment parts in there. And I watched it when I was, like, 15, and I was like, I don't know if I should be watching this. You know, it was one of those things where, like, you watch a radar movie, and you don't want your parents finding out about it. That's how old I was. I was probably, like, 14. (laughs) I was probably, like, 13 or 14. If my mom found out, you know, I watched a movie with nudity in it, she would go ballistic. But then my my dad would be like, I just let him go. My dad didn't give a shit. <laughs> my dad did not care. Um uh, and now my mom doesn't care, so it's it's great. You're free. Yeah, I'm free. Well it's not just that. I mean I I can go to my parents' place. I mean I, it it is so freeing to be sitting there having a conversation with my mom and dad and just being able to say fuck whenever I want to. And they don't even bad nigh an anymore. <laughs> it's so great. And my mom when she says fuck, it's it's like fucking joyous sounds every time she says I'm like I'm so proud of you mom you say (laughs) fuck all the time now and I'm glad I'm the one that influenced that so um I'm a bad influence on people uh let's see here Uh, same reason I don't like anime stupid fan service garbage uh two other mentions of anime movies I enjoyed uh if you haven't seen Kenshin OVA uh Trust and Betrayal um and a newer movie called Sword of the Stranger. Why does that sound familiar? Sword of the Stranger?
2: Hmm.
1: That sounds really familiar. Uh nothing groundbreaking but nice high uh frame artwork. I was it was a nice surprise to hear that someone else who didn't enjoy Battlestar Galactica. This guy right uh, here, that
0: doesn't make any sense to this
1: me. Guy right here. I watched the whole <laughs> show because I, I liked hanging out with my friends every week. But the show just became so grating and awful. I concur with all your issues with it. (laughs) Uh, I like this person already. (laughs) Uh, Have you guys played Brave Fencer Musashi on the PS1? I have, but it's been a very, very long time. and I don't remember any of it. I think it was like a rental that I rented for the weekend. Uh, I thought it was great, but I admit I never finished it. I got st- stuck somewhere at an ice castle or something and didn't have a good old internet fact to get me through it. Yep. Uh, anyways, enjoy your show. Keep it up. Thank you very much for that kind email. I appreciate it. Uh, it always uh brings a smile to my face whenever I know that somebody actually enjoys listening to us ramble on about video games. Um,. But you can send me an email if if somebody would like to send an email, uh, it would be drew at ztgd dot com. Um, you can suggest games to us. You can tell us about our little intermission shows. Seems like a lot of people get stuff out of our intermission shows whenever we just sit around and talk about us. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you can send whatever you'd like. Just Let us know how you think about the show and our, or uh. What games do you want to hear us play? We, we've got pretty much everything locked up until the end of the year. Um, but, but we're taking applications for... Absolutely.
0: 2015.
1: Absolutely. Um, you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury on Twitter. Uh, Matt is at REMGS. Uh, we, um, I'm on there a lot, so you can always talk to me there. I'm, I, I can guarantee you I will reply to you. So um, if you're on Twitter, definitely follow and i will follow you back um you leave us the itunes review I, I'll, I'll check itunes right now but i highly doubt we even have anything mm. um but it, it does help us out if you would do it We'll read it on the show if you um if you feel so inclined to uh send us one um quick update on your falcons they're up twenty-eight zero. fuck yes This Buccaneers ain't really much to be bragging about. So, just saying, no offense to any Buccaneers fans out there, but um, they haven't really been hitting on much in the past few years. Phoenix down. Let's have a new iTunes view. Come on. Wow, somebody has been listening in an ear because this went up in popularity. Oh, Nice. Nice. I'm so glad Near was the game that brought everybody together. <laughs> it was a very interesting game. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, nope, no new iTunes reviews since June twentieth of twenty fourteen. That's okay though. We we appreciate everyone who does send us an iTunes review. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I really don't know what to use as far as music goes for this. Um this show I may throw I may throw in some destiny music because we talked about destiny and for shits and giggles I may throw in carry on wayward son for supernatural (laughs) so that is the uh, unofficial theme song of supernatural but that's it for us I do appreciate everybody uh, listening Um, we will be back next week come hell or fucking high water Yep. Uh with Marvel Ultimate Alliance hopefully. But that's okay. I'm sure it recorded. <laughs> Recording in progress. So yeah, yeah
0: I'm sure it recorded.
1: Uh, I it, it better have. Um but yeah, um that's it for us. We're going to get out of here. We will be back next week. I'm I'm going to fucking guarantee it because we will we will press on. Um but we will be back with Marvel Ultimate Alliance if you guys want to play along with us pick up that copy it's actually a pretty fun game. Um uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. yeah. Well. What? Oh, you're going to Oh, is that I'm not
0: going to poo poo. I'll I'll wait till next recording. So
1: this is oh, a just teaser. Say my, yeah. Just say
0: what I got to say.
1: Mm, a teaser for the next uh next week. That's going to be fun. I want to hear I I I kind of like the game, but anyway. Um but yeah, I'm Drew. Wow. And we're out of here. We'll catch you guys next week with Marvel Ultimate Alliance.